Welcome to the Making Today Your Bitch podcast, where we get real about what sucks in your life and get you on the right track to make today your bitch. Now here's your host and kindness connoisseur, certified life coach and personal trainer, Marissa Nicholson. Hello, hello all. I'm super excited for this episode for a couple of reasons, actually. Number one, this is the first episode that I have ever had anyone joining me before, and it's also the first episode that I'm actually filming. So that's also very exciting for me. Um, I could not be more excited to have one of my friends that I've known literally since kindergarten be here. We literally played t-ball together, people. (laughs) Not well, but we played t-ball together. Um, So my friend Robert Kruger is here joining us, filming behind the cameras, obviously. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative of that. Um, And I'm also extremely excited about our topic today. We talked a lot about going into wellness this season. And for me, there's many layers of wellness. And I wanted to dive into each one of them because I feel like we feel like wellness is working out or eating right, but there's so much more to it. Um, And as I said in last episode, there are different areas that I want to make sure that we're paying close attention to and diving into this season. In fact, What I feel like is we often look at these areas that we're going to be diving into as not a part of wellness at all. So last episode, we talked about occupational wellness and how important it is to make sure that you're spending the majority of your time a place you want to be doing what you want to do, because that really is what we're doing. We're spending the majority of our lives typically in the place that we're working or our career or our J-O-B, whatever it is. Um, And so we we went down that, that road last time. And this time I want to look at spiritual wellness, which is so important to me. And I realize that a lot of people are not very comfortable with the idea of spiritual wellness, whether it be a personal reason or because um, a religious reason, there's all these different things that people call it. But what I really feel is, is that it's controversial because people aren't really well versed in what it really is. I feel like it's, it's kind of an unknown area. And when people don't know about things, they just shut it down and don't want to know more. So that is why for me, it's really important for us to dive into spiritual wellness. Um, Now, the first person I thought of when jumping into this topic (laughs) is a very amazing friend of mine, Kara Morris. I have known Kara for super long time. I don't even know how many years. We used to be band wives together. Um, And when I first met Kara, I honestly thought this lady is super fake. Like there's no one that is this nice. I really thought she was one of those people and I could have not been more wrong. Like she truly is the most kind, amazing human and authentically kind person that you'll ever meet in your life. So I love that many, many years ago, in fact, we were just talking about it in 2017, Kara came to me or 2016 sometime in there and asked me if I would be willing to be one of the people that she worked on this new thing that she was doing called Healing Hands and I didn't know what the hell it was. But if you know me well, you know I am all about anything that's good for healing or wellness. I'm, I I want to eat better. I want to go to the gym. I want to do things that are good, like meditating or anything for your mental space. Um, and if I could go sit in a Native American sweat lodge, I would. You know, whatever it is to make my soul happy, I'm into it. And Kara came to me and asked me if I'd do this and completely blindly. I went in because I love her so much and I trust her implicitly with my, my well-being and So we dove in and I didn't know what I was getting into, but monthly, weekly, we would kind of do this. And she had to do it for an entire year of, of before she got her certification. And I'll have Kara clarify that with me. I'm not sure exactly how it worked, but I did it for a whole year. And I will tell you guys, I'm a huge proponent of therapy. I love it. I think it's amazing. I do it well. I do it often. I tell everyone to go, but there was only so many words that I felt like were going to get me to healing. And I had already said all the words. In fact, I'm obviously never at a loss of words ever. But what I noticed was is that like no matter how much I spoke it out, there was no healing in those words anymore. They were almost empty. And I didn't know how to get out the hurt, the crap um, with the words only. And the healing hands piece that I did, the energy healing I did with Kara absolutely helped me put all those pieces together. And that was amazing for me. And the healing process that it, it kind of created for me was something that I couldn't ever find in my life before. It made me a completely different human. And, um, so that's why I wanted 
Kara to join us today because I couldn't put into words, even though I've just rambled on forever, about how well that made me feel. And I and I don't honestly know that much about it. What I know is as I go in, I literally call Kara and say, I need you to help me clean out the shit that's I'm feeling like I've got other people's shit on me. And she does her thing. I lay down and go night night and wake up a, a new woman. It's beautiful. So I will shut up finally. And I want to introduce my very favorite friend, Kara. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am so excited excited to be here with you. I'm so excited to be here and participate in this conversation with you. I think it's, I think the work that you do is so important and so valuable. And I think it, I think it helps so many people and your message. I broadcast your message far and wide. Thank you. I love it. Thank you so much. So I want to dive in kind of what I said, Kara, about people not really understanding this stuff. I think, um, you know, Reiki and and healing hands and, and, you know, all of our healing touch. Am I saying it wrong? Is it healing Healing touch? touch. Excuse me. Healing. I'm like magic hands here. (laughs) Jazz hands. (laughs) I I think all of those things are, that's exactly why you're here because I would totally screw up this message. I, that's exactly why though, is because I feel like all of those things, there's so much that people can't wrap their heads around and you can do research on anything in the interwebs, right? Like you can go in and research things and I can find things to prove things that are exactly what I want to hear or, or the opposite. And so I wanted to see, since we're doing this wellness series, I wanted to dive in and, and figure out why this is important, why this should be such a big piece of people's wellness, because we know what's going on in the world right now. We've talked about it many a times. People are not in great mental spaces, but it's, it's, they're, they're having a hard time getting the words out. And I'm a big fan of, okay, these are our automatics. This is your trauma that happens at usually zero to seven years old creates automatic behaviors. The world is not easy right now, even more so lately. So I feel like people's automatics or they're not their best selves are coming out in the world, unfortunately. So why, why is this energy healing and those pieces, why is that so important in, in wellness? It's a great question. I think it's very easy to not realize that in addition to our physical bodies, we are energetic beings. Um, I feel like when we talk about spiritual well-being, we can talk about a few different areas. The piece of spiritual well-being that I'm certainly the most comfortable and, you know, versed at talking about is the energetic well-being of our entire system, whether it's our physical body, it's our energetic body. We teach kids from a very young age to acknowledge and respect each other's energetic bubble. This bubble there. Um, and what we're really teaching them is that there's a, a extension of our physical body that that goes beyond, mm-hmm. that surrounds us, that, you know, we go to the movie theater and people skip a seat, not because we don't like sitting next to each other, but because we're subconsciously acknowledging that there's a part of our being that isn't just our physical body. Got you. And it's important, I think, also to understand that we respond to our environment, whether it is uh, a direct stimulus, like somebody almost collides with me at an intersection, mm-hmm. or I get into an argument with my significant other, um, but it can also be responding to the things we consume, mm-hmm. food, media, social media, all of these things are impacting our being. Um, it may not be a physical injury, like I sprained my ankle, but it could be a feeling of overall unwellness. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel good. Yeah. I don't feel okay. And we express these things oftentimes unconsciously without realizing we're doing it. People say things like, oh, I'm just so spacey, or I just feel off kilter, or mm-hmm. these are all... Uh, clues to suggest that maybe there's an imbalance in your energy field. Yeah. So I think the next question then becomes is what is this mysterious energy field? Yes. Yeah. Right? Well, we can go into a lot of depth about our chakra system, 
um, the energy work that I do, healing touch, um, and Reiki Mm -hmm. is based off of working with our chakra systems, which I love that chakras has become like household yeah. terminology. Yeah. Like Alex and Annie has chakra bracelets yes. now. <laughs> I love it. And I love it. I was it was a couple of years ago. I was in I was in the Flatirons Mall mm-hmm. and I passed the Aveda store and it was the first time that I had actually seen like chakra um it was like a like essential oil oh, okay, blend yeah. or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, it has arrived. We're not yeah. we're not just these crazy people, yes. you know, freaking out our neighbors. Like, that's the chick that does things with chakras. Yeah. But chakras are a, a real thing. And what they are, are energy centers within our bodies that, that I guess, radiate, think of them as like little sunshines. Like they, they radiate energy and they are responsible for creating the layers of our energy field so if we're feeling ungrounded Mm -hmm. if we're feeling unstable in our feet like we're not connected to the earth it is very possible that our root chakra you know maybe the energy is not flowing openly through our system Mm -hmm. i will never use the terminology broken or blocked or any of that because we're energetic beings like we are we are are processing energy no matter what is happening Mm -hmm. so it's just is there congestion in that part of the system so we are in fact much bigger than our physical bodies and i think we are consuming so much and a lot of it is in digital format. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think one of the things that has happened over the past, I can't put a, da- a timeline date to it, but I feel like in order to gain people's attention, these sources of information have become much more aggressive. Got you. Like, I almost feel like. They are becoming more sensationalized. They're becoming more extreme. Mm-hmm. The things that they're showing us on the news through social media are becoming more dramatic to get our attention because yep. we're so overloaded with this. The piece of this, though, is that I think it can be very overwhelming when you're trying to process that you've just seen a gruesome image on the nightly news while you're cooking dinner with your family Mm -hmm. and then you're trying to process what happens with your kids at school today and it just amounts to feeling incredibly overwhelmed and very burned out yeah and I think at the base of you know your question I think that's one of the reasons why it is so important Mm -hmm. to also acknowledge the energetic health of Mm -hmm. your body and your system because it can wear, it can, you can do everything physically. You're like, I did a hundred sit-ups today. Yes. I ate nothing but vegetable, whatever your, you know, diet of choices. Why do I still not feel as well as I want to? Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I found in my wellness journey is that I, I did all the things, right? Like you, you read all the self-help books, you do all the things. You, Here's your five-step program to be unhealed. Love Jesus. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. But the reality of it is, is that. There, if you're not good inside, it doesn't matter all the outside shit that you do. And I think that that was the piece that this really taught me was that I had all these things, but I also had the weight of the world of just unprocessed stuff from my past or, you know, just stuff I didn't even know was going on. I'm a super huge empath. So anything that happens, I take people's shit on and just like, like give me your stuff, like, give me all your broken. And I didn't know how to kind of protect myself, but also let people in, almost filter that stuff. And this has all taught me that. But I think the biggest piece and why I'm such a believer of filling up your cup is that it's that overwhelm, right? Like we're all, we all can get to that point. But when we're looking at filling ourselves up, cleaning ourselves out, protecting our space, letting people in, but not letting them overwhelm you, um, that's when those boundaries happen. And all of a sudden you're healing. But it is, it's an overwhelmed place right now. And so I think whatever we can do to find, to clean that up, 
this piece is not stuff you can put into words. And I think that's why some people are a little bit scared about it or just um, weary, I guess, because they just, it's, it's a gray area. And, you know, honestly, like when I talk to guys, even, even though I'm not a life coach for guys, I'm in for women, I, I work with a lot of guys and they'll let me know that like, yeah, I would never do Reiki. I would never do it. It seems like it's not manly to them. It's a feminine thing. Yeah. Chicks do that. Or it's, or it's like this hippy dippy thing, you know, like, the, like right. people have that mentality about it. And I want it to, I, I feel the same way about you. Like it's that, I, I don't care how mainstream it, it seems or whatever. I'm just happy that people are starting to look at chakras. They're starting to look at, oh, maybe it's not just about eating all vegetables or drinking all the water or doing your self-help program, but really it's whole health. Like th- this is going on in us. We need to make sure we clean it up. So if, if, you know, obviously I have you, you're a huge part of my spiritual wellness. No pressure. <laughs> You'll never get rid of me. I, know, I love good. you too much. Good. Because I'll We've come too you. far. I'll find you. <laughs> There's um, no turning back now. No, you're stuck with me. Good. Great. Um, <laughs> but if somebody doesn't have a Kara, what could they do to clean that? I mean, obviously they can go get all of the <clears> things, the healing touch. They can go get Reiki. But is there something that they could do by themselves on their own? That, that's the equivalent of drink more water or eat more vegetables. Right. It's such a fantastic question because um, the answer is yes. And the the most basic response is explore. Okay. Um, and when I say that, I mean, I'm going to start, I'm going to start with um, the, the professional available resources. You can start with um, doing a search of healing touch practitioners, um, energy medicine practitioners, Reiki practitioners, a very good friend and mentor um, of mine. Her name is Jana Mall. She is uh, somebody that I trust very much as far as her ethics okay. and her approach to energy medicine. Um, she has a program that she has created. It's absolutely fantastic. Energy specialist. And she is is building the first, her first, cl- like the first module of her program is online. Oh, cool. And it is focused on self-care. So energy techniques and ways to feel the energy mm-hmm. um, that are focused on caring for yourself, filling your cup. I love that. Um, she recently released uh, the first Energy Specialist 1 uh, class, which is in person. Um, her program is is amazing. She's It's still in construction, but as she, you know, puts it all together, it's amazing. She has a fantastic blog. Um, her, it's energymedicinespecialist.com. Nice. Um, that is a really great place. Um, when people are looking for a practitioner, I can't stress enough the value of being um, a, I w- I'm going to say a critical consumer, but, ju- but a conscientious consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this idea that people affecting your energy system cannot harm you. And that's true to an extent, but at the same time, whenever you have a practitioner that is influencing or affecting your system, Mm -hmm. it's really important that you get an idea of what kind of background training do they have in ethics. The ethics of this work is every bit as important as the ethics of a medicinal doctor or any kind of practitioner. And should be, you know, considered as such. So it's okay to interview a practitioner. If you find somebody that you feel like you resonate with, ask them important questions. Ask them, you know, those questions about, you know, what is their approach? For example, um, working with someone less can oftentimes and most of the time be more. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to just jump right in and, you know, do every single technique that you have been trained to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just introducing the work to their system causes the kind of of change that they're looking for just to get the ball rolling. So okay. those are some really great questions to ask. When I say explore, there are so many techniques available mm-hmm. that affect us energetically. One of my favorites is sound. Sound 
techniques, um, tuning forks, crystal bowls, um, uh, gong baths. There's a guy that comes to Colorado frequently. I might mispronounce his name. I think it's Richard Rudy, R-U-D-I-S. He does gong baths. Sometimes he has, there's local people in Colorado that do gong baths where you lay on the floor and oh, you, it's kind of just a concert, a gong, right? Yes, nice. but it's okay. all gong, maybe a few percussion, and it just sends the vibration through your physical body. Some of those things are just a fantastic reset. Yeah. So those are some of my favorites. Color therapy. Um, there are practitioners that have like a light, like a light fixture above their treatment table, and they, you know shine like a different variety of colored lights in a sequence on you it it truly is just a matter of finding what you love and what resonates with you essential oils Mm -hmm. oftentimes you know essential oils can be introduced in a session that are you know sort of resonate more specifically with a particular chakra but the but the benefit to the practitioners that's really great is that we can do an assessment and find out where is the congestion being held. And based on that, you can be encouraged or invited to consider some some questions, mm-hmm. you know, um, regarding relationships, regarding your relationships with family, with significant others, with your children, mm-hmm. um, with your job, with yourself you know like um I guess a a really great example is our heart space so sometimes um if if someone is having a lot of like chest congestion lung congestion grief is held in the lungs and sometimes that can be um you know pushed to the side well maybe this loss or this this grief event happened years and years ago and you should have moved on Mm. or you thought you moved on, but maybe something else has happened now in your life that has resurfaced and made it come to the forefront. Mm -hmm. So that can be an opportunity to decide how, you know, you're going to process it. Mm -hmm. Is this the right time to process it? I have this, I have this belief that your body releases things when it's ready to let them go. I agree a hundred percent. And sometimes it's really hard because it can be at a really inconvenient time. You're like, you know, at the DMV, it's really not this moment (laughs) to lose my shit. I need to have this whole crying moment. (laughs) But your body's like, nope, I don't care. This yes. is when this is when we're doing this. So, yes. and that's why I tell my clients, like, never be apologetic about that. Like, right. if you're crying right now, your body needs to cry. If you're screaming right now, then goddamn it, scream! Like, it just right. whatever you gotta do. But your body's telling you to do those things, right? But I think I love what you said about um, kind of. Um, it's things that you think that maybe you got over that are still in there. Yeah. The way that I have looked at this healing process and, and you know, energy healing, spiritual healing, however you want to put it, is like in life we all have that rug that we kind of bury shit under, right? And this really does open up that rug and clean that shit out. Like it just, it absolutely helps you. Stuff that you had no idea was still under there. And honestly, that you wouldn't even know, for me personally, and I'm sure the process is different for everyone, but for me it was... I didn't know there were things that I needed to clean out in those ways. Right. And it really was like, and it's been that way. I mean, I, you know, at first, of course, I went so often and now it's just like, I call Karen. I'm like, I need this shit cleaned off of me. <laughs> Help me. Right. But it, it, as I went through, it was like these layers and layers and layers. And it just was, it was when it needed to come, it came. Mm-hmm. And I, and I get better and better and it felt better and more strong and healthier for me. And my mental space was just completely. Now when I get, Anything that kind of goes under that rug, I feel it. I feel it immediately. Yes. I'm very sensitive to it now. Like, it's funny. You can go a lifetime and have no idea that you're carrying all that bullshit. Like, you know, something's not right, but you can't put your finger on it. Now I'm very sensitive to even speaking to a person. If I come up against somebody that doesn't have the right kind of energy field, I'm like, wow. You feel it immediately. It's almost like how they try Mm -hmm. to put those two poles of the magnets together and they won't go together. Same exact feeling. Oh, absolutely. But it, it causes you to just have this different view of how you're 
your spiritual wellness is. So let me ask you that. What do you think that energy healing as a whole, I know there's a million ways this is like a huge umbrella, but do you feel like that is more of a spiritual wellness piece or do you feel like that's whole body wellness? I absolutely think it's whole body wellness. We become ill from the outside of our field in. So things that exist as a physical ailment, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm talking about, you know, things that, that, you know, aches, pains, these random things that doctors are telling people, ah, we don't know, you're fine, but you're my favorite. And it's, and this happens mostly with women. I'm sure it's just in your head. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So... Um, we become ill from the outside in, okay. but we heal from the inside out. So these things that we're feeling in our physical bodies existed in the, you know, have traveled through all of the layers of our energetic field mm-hmm. before they reside in our physical body. So then our body is like, I don't really want this anymore. This isn't serving me. I, I needed this for a specific reason and I don't need this anymore. And so then it tries to come out. And I feel like particularly as women, sometimes those emotions are perceived as we are just being emotional, we're mm-hmm. just being hormonal, mm-hmm. whatever the question is. But at the same time, from for men, they're not being manly they're Mm -hmm. not supposed to show those feelings when really it's our body's signal that there's something that needs to be addressed yeah like our our physical bodies are not designed to not feel well Mm -hmm. and when we don't feel well it's our body trying to our body has no other way to communicate a message to us other than not feeling well yeah and I think men, women, I think we all deserve the the opportunity to honor that. Yeah. What is this coming out? Um, so in that sense, it's definitely full body. Okay. It's definitely full system. Mm-hmm. Nope, I feel that. I mean, I, you know what else? I, I feel like, and, I, and I'm sure I'm speaking to everybody on this one. It, it's it's the, okay, I got to fit in the gym. Mm-hmm. I got to get kids, dinner, whatever, fill in the blank, go to work, come back, clean the house, all that other bullshit. But also, you know, I'm trying to fit in a 10 minute meditation, a 30 minute gym thing. I got to drink my water. I got to make sure that I go to yoga. I got, you know, like all of this shit. Right. So how, how in a, in a day's time in a week's time in a month's time, where would I, and what would I do to make sure that these things are clean for me? Like, do I have, is it like this five step program, Kara? <laughs> do these five things and you'll be spiritually healed. Well, it depends on the day. And what is spiritual healing? That means something different to everybody. Yeah. Maybe for me to be, maybe for me to, maybe my definition of spiritual wellness means that I have the ability and energy to get out of bed in the morning mm-hmm. after I've endured a traumatic loss in my life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that definition means that I am going to run a marathon by the end of the year and that's I think the question is that we can ask that but I think until we understand what our definition of what that looks like for us Mm -hmm. means then I don't know that there's a really solid answer and aside from that I feel like self-care has become this enormous industry and a very competitive one yes right like i am so excited for the people that are able to do all of those things that are able to meditate Mm -hmm. for an hour every day and then go to the gym and have a clean house and get all their laundry done and still be available to their families it's wonderful but not everybody has the bandwidth to make all of those things happen every day. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that we're not failures because we can't do that. Amen. That does not mean that we are less self-caring than the people that do. Well, and I think, you know, honestly, if you really examine those people that quote unquote have all that shit together, right? 
those people are probably so freaking stressed out and they're missing the point, most of them. Like, I, I hope that there are people out there that have mastered this. I really do. And if I'm like, okay, I got 10 minutes to, med- to meditate. I've got to go to the gym. I've got this. I've got, that's not self-care. Like, I want to be clear about that. Like, just because you're like, okay, I got to, I have an hour to get to yoga, get back into it. Like, no, you're supposed to I have to, to relax be- at yoga. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. I'm meditating. Like, no, it's not supposed to be like that. Like, it, it truly is like, it's um, kind of like my personal training people. They're like, if I can't do 30 minutes, I won't work out at all. I hate that shit. If you can go for 10 minutes, go for 10 minutes. If you can get a walk in, get a freaking walk and move your body. So for me, it's more of a fit you in. Like when you're starting, like when I start my day or my end my day, one of those, and not always both of them, and some days I don't even get there. And some weeks I don't even get there because it's a hell of a week. But I make sure that I start my day with just me. I don't pick up my phone. I don't bury my head in emails. I don't, the world doesn't exist. It's just me, whether it be meditating or petting my dog and drinking coffee or you know I've got the um what are those things that you gave me Kara oh the tuning forks the tuning forks beautiful people look up those things those are amazing anything that I can do to make my body feel good before the world gets in Mm -hmm. and and I you know and I do the same at nighttime if I can't do it in the morning if I can do both great those days usually don't exist let's be real but that's all it has to be I don't want people to have the stress because I think that's you're absolutely right that self-help industry that self-fulfillness is become like well, well, shit, Karen over here meditates for an hour and I only do three minutes. I'm an, a failure. No, it's just supposed, exactly. to, it's supposed to be for you. Right. And I think that hits the nail on the head. It's like, you got to fill you up. However that happens, who gives a shit? There's no right. competition. And maybe meditation isn't the way. Some people hate it. And maybe that's just not the, maybe that's just not the place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think, I think, why I, one of the many reasons I was so excited that you invited me to talk about this is it took me back to um, the time in my life where, which was probably the most, I would say, um, confusing, like probably the most like destroyed that my re- sense of reality had ever been. And I realized that I, I felt like I had a choice. I was like, okay, I was very deep in grief. I was very lost. Mm-hmm. Like, the world was not the same place that yeah. I had anticipated that it was going to stay. Mm-hmm. And that change, when that change happened, it really rocked me to my core. And I had to really say, okay, you have a choice. We're going to either stay in bed and never get out of bed again, or we're going to get out of bed. So what is it going to be? And sometimes I think it's boiling it down to the very simplest, the very simplest. Yep. Did I want to get out of bed ever again or not? And there's no wrong choice. And that's the other thing that I think is really important is that there's not this, there's an expectation, but there doesn't have to be um, a a minimum amount of effort in order for, you know, you to be considered like, hey, good A job, A work today. You brought your A game. You got the gold star. (laughs) Sometimes it truly is as simple as, you know what, my underwear was on the inside of my pants today and I'm calling it a win. And it may or may not have been clean. (laughs) Maybe. That's irrelevant. It was on the inside. Who cares? But once I really thought about that and I said, okay, I do want to get out of bed. I want to engage in life in small steps. And the first, very first place I started, which I offer this up as in this world of self-care, where do I even begin? Yeah. Um, I woke up every morning and thought of something I was grateful for. One thing. And it could be, thank goodness for Jelly Belly Sours. Because they really made the world a better place. (laughs) Or, thank goodness, I'm not out of coffee this morning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's no... Like, I don't want to make that sound, like, tongue-in-cheek. But truly, pick a thing. Yeah. Whatever that thing is that comes to mind, go with it. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed is that it started to build. And all of a sudden, instead of grasping and reaching for a one thing to be grateful for, then all of a sudden... It was two things and five things. And then 
when I did get out of bed, I had that in my heart of that Mm -hmm. thing or things that I could be grateful for. Now, the other piece that I feel like it's really great to acknowledge is that because there are very traumatic things happening in the world right now does not diminish the things that are going well for others. Yeah. We're all here on a journey that's very unique and to our family specific family cultures to our our you know states that we live in to our global culture we're all here doing something I don't know if we chose it I don't know if it was some design I don't know what that purpose is Mm -hmm. but what I do know is that we can be compassionate and loving and we can always bring the light And still be grateful and blessed. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to be, um, we don't have to not smile at our blessings because there are terrible things happening. I agree 100%. In the world. I do. You know, one of the things that I tell all of my clients is, is that we all have a story that will bring someone else to their knees. And that story may be less terrible than the other person. But it doesn't matter. That was the most traumatic thing that happened to us. And there's no award for who had the shittiest life, right? So I I always say, put that shit aside. Who cares? Like, we all have it and you need to deal with it. And it makes you who you are. We We would not all be who we are if we didn't have those stories or those things that happen around us. And people felt bad. Like, especially during COVID, we'll just use it because it's current. They felt terrible being like, man this is really hard for my family or I'm stuck in this house with people that I'm not usually around all the time. Those, those meaningless problems that people quote unquote felt. I think that we felt terrible about saying that stuff out loud because it was like, but I still have my job, but I still have my life, but you know, all of those things. And it's like, you know what? That's okay. But it's also okay to know that this thing that's happening to you right now is, is not good. And you don't have to you know ignore it or say oh yeah but it's not as shitty as the other person the opposite goes for good too yes absolutely it's okay to have great things in your life and you don't have to feel bad about them and you certainly don't have to plaster them all over social media and tell everybody about them also but knowing that you're deserving of it and and giving yourself grace and other people grace it doesn't mean that you can't feel good about the good right well and I wonder sometimes if there's this sort of global collective sort of survivor's guilt there is and it's really it's really hard and in fact it was not very long ago um that like the end of last year beginning of this year that I sort of traveled into this sort of I'm not going to call it a dark night of the soul because it wasn't that it was just a dark like dark energy sort of vibration and it was very confusing and it was very distressful watching the news seeing the things that are going on in the world Mm -hmm. and I was overwhelmed with this feeling of helplessness and I'm like okay I do this I help people through this why can I not fix myself yeah yes (laughs) what is wrong with me but Mm then I stood I kind of just sat with it and I dove deeper into it and I said, okay, I can't put on a uniform and grab a machine gun and head over to the Ukraine. That's not my role in this. And I realized that what I can do, the best way that I can create um, the light, I'm a huge, I'm a huge believer in spreading light take the light with you Mm -hmm. um I realized that while I may not be able to have a direct and immediate impact to what is going on in the Ukraine or um you know other parts of the world I can smile at somebody that I pass in a doorway I can hold a door for somebody I can do little kindnesses. And when I realized that, it really changed the perspective for me because I I wonder if sometimes there's this idea that if the things you're doing do not create a global acknowledgement, yeah. that somehow they're not worthy. And the truth is that 
sometimes it's the Starbucks barista or it's the the person at your favorite bakery that changes everything from you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get through the rest of this day to, you know what, good still is there and we can all support each other that way. Yes. You know, I was um, running a half marathon one time. It was my very first one. It was the plat half. And the plat half, you're going up the last, the last mile is literally you're going up over I-25. No one tells you that. I did not look at the map ahead of time and I never look because of these things. You like surprises though. Right? (laughs) So I've never done this before. And I look over, I'm like literally running up this. My entire intention I placed on this run was that I was not going to stop running. I was not going to walk. I didn't care what happened. Like pieces of me could fall off or break. I was not stopping. So I'm going up this hill. I'm like, I'm going to freaking stop. This is so stupid. Like I had, I'm at like the less than 0.1 mile, right? Like I'm like, that's that 13.1. That was the 0.1. And I look over and there's this guy that looked like he could not have walked if he wanted to. His body was so like bent and broken looking and he was running like a mofo up this freaking hill. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Like, if he can do it, I can do it. Like, now we run together. What that caused in me though, when that happened to me, I realized that you never know. In his mind, he was probably like, son of a bitch, I gotta get up this hill, right? (laughs) What he didn't realize is who he inspired. Right. And so you never know who's going to catch you doing amazing things that you're going to inspire. For our kids, for the people you work with, for random people at Starbucks, like whatever. So for me, that's why always, like Emma and I for always will speak the beauty. If we see somebody that has anything beautiful about them at all, we speak it. Rather than speaking the bad or the ugly, right? And if we see that somebody, everybody's short-staffed right now, right? Oh my gosh. I was in King Supers yesterday and this lady was so rude to this poor guy because she had to wait in line because there was one guy checking out. And she's like, I can't believe this. This is such crap. I'm like, why are you taking it out on this dude, right? He's the one guy that showed up to work. We should be rejoicing this guy, right? But it's an everyone problem. So I think if we just could step out of our bubbles and really look at that and start looking for the good, you're absolutely right. Right. Like You times that by millions and millions of people, what do you have? A changed world. Well, and I think that's where, you know, talking about self-care and filling the cup, I Mm -hmm. think that really is where that comes from. Because I don't believe, I have a lot of faith in people. I have a lot of faith in humanity in general. Yep. And I don't believe that people are inherently terrible. They're not. Um, I think we're overwhelmed. I think we, I think we're spread so thin in our resources. But at the same time, I also think a lot of that idea of, um, scarcity is perpetuated by um the the different media sources we're consuming oh yeah you know i think that that things have ebbed and flowed throughout our you know historical government like this this happens yep but i think that we are being bombarded with these messages of scarcity and lack and Mm -hmm. um we're going through a lot of very, very disruptive transitions, people losing their jobs and yeah. businesses, um, which are all like very significant considerations, you know? So, so, you know, you ask yourself, like, really, if I'm about, if I'm on the threshold of losing my business and my way of supporting my family, are two minutes of deep breathing really going to do that much for me? Yeah. Well, the question is, yes, it, it can. And it even if it's just to take your system from a very high level of anxiety and stimulation to bring it down, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. And, and you know what that does, too, is it, it creates a, a moment in you where you, like, anytime we've ever been in that anxiety-ridden, overwhelmed mm-hmm. state, we're making terrible decisions. So that's not your very best self. Right. That's when I tell people, don't say words and don't make decisions. Yes. Because you can't take either one of those back. Right. But when you do just stop and even just sit and breathe, like you said, mm-hmm. that causes you to go from here, way up, down to lower, and you can get to the point where you're like, okay, now I can make some clearer decisions. And that really, even just right. that puts you in a better place. You feel Absolutely. better. Absolutely. We call it taking a lap. Like me and my business partner, we'll go take a lap. Mm-hmm. If we're at, at that point, yeah. we literally just touch each other. And we're like, I got to go take a lap. Yes. Cool. Go. Because you need that moment. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things to do, especially now that it's spring, is to stand in the grass in my bare feet. 
love that. In the sunshine. <laughs> it's good. Wind, rain. It really doesn't matter. My neighbors, I'm pretty sure my neighbors think I'm crazy. Because <laughs> it can be like pouring rain and there's Tara like laying in the backyard. <laughs> Not even the dogs will come outside. They're like, she's crazy. She does this. We don't understand it, but she feeds us to this day. <laughs> okay. But I find that, you know, for me, I like... I like self-care to be accessible. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like, I mean, it can be expensive if you want it to be. Sure. Um, but it doesn't have to be. And, and it doesn't have to take a super long time. So, you know, my, and that's one of my favorite things. I love, I love being rained on in the summer. Mm-hmm. I love laying in the grass in my backyard, getting downpoured on. It's very refreshing for me. I feel like I'm clear in the head. I, have have had this just nature nature bath yeah um my niece on the other hand my little seven-year-old niece would absolutely freak out she does not like getting wet so that would not be her self-care thing well and that's what i think i think you know for people like so let's say so we can kind of sum it up for everybody if i'm like okay I'm ready. I want to dip my toe into this energy healing, this, sure. this self-care that's not, you know, trying to figure out exactly how to fill every part of my life with some healing thing, but I need it to fit into my lifestyle. Like where, how would I know what's right for me? Like if I have no freaking idea where to start, how would I know what's right for me? I would start with, um, I would start with assessing what do you what do you do in your daily life? Do you always have music playing? Do you um, do you do something creative? Like, do you work with color? What do you naturally... Do you go to nature? What do you do in your natural life? Mm-hmm. You know? And if sound is a thing, then maybe, um, you know, going to a gong bath is going to be fun. Maybe seeking out a um, crystal bowl... Or, um, you know, like sound technician um, is going to be a great place to start. But here's the thing. Just because you start somewhere, they will know additional people that they work with. And then you try something else. Okay. Um, So it really is kind of just pull the thread. Okay. Start anywhere with something that really resonates for you. Um. Another friend of mine has recently become very um, involved with painting, right? And so he didn't do a lot of painting, um, although he was very attracted to it. Like, Mm. it was something he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So he and I, a few years ago, went to one of those canvas and cocktail things. I haven't painted since, and that was probably three or four years ago, and he has just blossomed with his art he's selling his pieces online so it's just start think of think of something maybe it's talk to your friend who works with essential oils um if you find that you know scent if you're you respond a lot to like olfactory um then start there um there's there's a lot of different ways, but again, I would say like a like a good Google search. Jana's program is awesome. Her blog is great. She's got some great classes. Um, one of them is called "Cutting the Ties That Bind," that cool. is great for release work. Nice. Um, that helps you really identify things that you might want to let go of. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been doing it for like thirty years, so. And I know her her ethics are impeccable. She's just really great. So, yeah, cool. so there's a lot of different ways to get started. But yeah. I guess the thing is, just start. Oh, I love that. Because I think we lose ourselves, right? Like, especially women, working women, throw kids in there, whatever it is. Like, all of a sudden, you look up and you're like, hold it. The hell yeah. is that that I'm looking at in the mirror? And I have people where I'm like, what do you love to do? And they look at me with a blank face. They have no idea. They haven't done shit for themselves in so long. They are not them. They have no identity anymore. So it can be overwhelming to start. And so I love that message of just start something. Start somewhere. Do Mm -hmm. something. Just try it out. Well, and the other piece of that is if, if, if we have a lot of demands on us, whether they're family demands, um, kid demands, Mm -hmm. these things that, um, bring us a lot of joy, but also fatigue us at yeah. the same time. Yes. Um, 
it's really okay to have a family meeting and let your family know that you are exploring things to support your wellness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things with this work that I always find to be very interesting is there are occasions and it is possible where things can surface that invite you to consider some maybe complicated or difficult questions mm-hmm. that invite you to assess the relationships in your life, Absolutely. the friendships, the, the job, right? Like yep. it's kind of terrifying to wake up one morning and go, I think I need to quit my job today. Yeah. I mean, theoretically it sounds fantastic sometimes, but then the other side of that is, well, my electricity bill also really likes to be paid. Sure. So where do I find that balance? Well, maybe you don't quit today, but maybe you explore. Yes. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing, but it is, I've found with the clients that I work with, it's very helpful when they share with their family what their needs are and yeah. how they're going to go about exploring it. Yeah. Because if they've set aside, like if you decide my time is from 5 to 5.30 a.m., your family's not going to just in, inherently know. Yeah. And unless you tell them mm-hmm. or whenever that time is or like your spouse, if you're both working from home between 12 and 12.30, I meditate. If the door is closed, do not open the door. Yeah. You do not have carte blanche permission to just come in and out of my office. Mm-hmm. So... Those things can be really helpful as well. Yep. So people need to know that you're changing things. Absolutely. I think it scares people when people change because they don't think I've no, always known you like this. Right. Um, and, and also it's also, I believe, a mirror in front of other people like, holy crap, I'm not changing. But I see you growing. And then right. they start to judge themselves. So I love having that conversation. I think it's super important. Well, I have a I have a couple clients who are authors and they work from home and they've worked from home forever writing and creating. Well, what COVID did was bring their spouses home who are used to engaging with them in the relaxed family time environment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not used to the the working hour structure. Yep. And so, um, you know, there's creation happening and you're in the zone and writing and somebody barges into your space and starts you know, talking very loudly and excitedly about what's happening in their work. And then you've just lost your flow Mm -hmm. and they don't do it because, you know, your spouse wants to drive you crazy. They do it because they're used to engaging in a relaxed way. Yep. You know, when it's like dinner time, they're not used to that. So being like, Hey, listen, here are my business hours, kids, adult kids, boundaries. Here's my business hours. Mm -hmm. If you text me and I don't respond, assume I'm working and creating, and then I'll get back to you when it's my break time. Yep. So it's helped a lot. It's Good. made some big differences for people. So oh, I think that's great. Okay, so I know I could sit here and talk to you all day. <laughs> Forever and ever, amen. But if, if we were going to give people kind of a, a synopsis of why this is important, what they can start to do to fix it, to fix if they're not feeling like this is good and and do they have to be worried or scared about it like or is it okay is it easy is it is it pretty pretty simple like in a nutshell energy healing and i know that's a huge umbrella how could we sum that up for everybody i would say if people well i think I think it's great. I think it's great for everyone. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I think it's great for everyone. Um, I think it's even great if you're not, you know, if you're not feeling balanced, if you're not feeling like as vibrant Mm -hmm. as you used to. um, I think that, you know, finding a practitioner Mm -hmm. is a great first step. See what it's like. Try it out. Cool. Um, I think honestly, you can go with it as far or as deep as you want to go. And there's no, you know, it just depends on what you want out of it. If you want to really dive in deep with some, some issues and have it support, uh, psychotherapy, Mm -hmm. absolutely great combination. Um, 
and for the issues that you people may want to be dealing with, it may be advisable to have sure. a therapist online. Yeah. Um, depending on, you know, what, what levels or what, you know, types of trauma situations you want to work with. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say consult, like find a therapist that can, you know, talk you through things that may come up. Mm-hmm. Is it easy? I, I don't know. Everybody's journey is so different, mm-hmm. but is it valuable? Absolutely. Yep. So, um, we'll, do we have the ability to put links? Absolutely. Like, could we do the tuning forks? Yep. It's just some chakra tuning forks yeah. and um, information, just some some helpful links of Absolutely. where people can look at those things. Yep, we'll get all those links on the website, and I can yeah. do some social media links for sure just yeah. so, to help people out. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head before. It's It's a decision. Everything we do. Whether it's a decision that you're going to get out of bed and put your underwear on in the inside of your pants today, or if it's a decision that I'm not going to be with this person or this job, or I'm going to I'm going to be with this person or this job. What it could be life changing, and it could be just I want tuna for lunch. Whatever it is, right? But everything we do is a decision, and I, I think people hate to hear that when they're not making the right decisions, when they want to be blind eyed to it, but. This, this healing piece in my life has been one of the best damn decisions I've ever made. And it was scary at first, not in the, because I don't care about anything, you know, I'll just dump, jump in, but I didn't know what to expect. And there were moments where I felt like, yes. And there was moments where I felt like, holy oh my gosh, crap, just happened. literally there were moments where I was like, I feel like someone ripped my heart out, mm-hmm. but it had to happen right. and it got me to better places. So I would agree with you wholeheartedly. It's, it's easy some days and it's not other mm-hmm. days, but having gone through all of the things I would have gone through it a million more times to have the level of, of healing that I got from this. Um, but it was because I believe I was open-minded and I made a decision to ride the freaking wave. And I think that's the piece of it. You can't control this and you can't go in it with a mindset of controlling it. You truly, in my opinion, have to be open-minded and let your system do what it needs to do. Right. Almost kind of stand back and quit trying to tell it what to do. Our bodies know how to heal themselves. Mm -hmm. Our system knows what it needs. Um, a few books that I actually really, really like one of the, um, two of the, two of the authors that I'm currently diving in much deeper with is, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I love his work. He's got a book out called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Um, he's also got a book out called Becoming Supernatural. Oh, I think I've heard about that Um, actually. And I, I really love his work because to your point, it's, it's scientific. He is very much involved with doing the research behind why this energy healing works. Very cool. Um, another person that I really like is Bruce Lipton. Um, and his book is called the biology of belief. And basically not only is, are the things that we do a choice, everything we think Everything we say to ourselves, everything, literally everything is a choice. But sometimes we don't realize mm-hmm. that maybe we're being harder on ourselves than we ever are on anybody around us. Absolutely. Um, so his work is great. The other one that I that is popped into my head, so I just have to mention it, is Byron Katie. Um, I'll have to remember what the, there's, she has two out and I'll have to think of the, I'll give you the title for your yeah, links, we can put links, but what I love about her, what I love about this particular book is that she went through like this very dark depression, couldn't even get out of bed. And she was saying some very like down talking things to herself mm-hmm. to the point of like, why am I even alive? Mm. And then one day she said, is that true? And so whenever I find myself caught in this loop, I ask myself, is it true? Mm-hmm. How do I? And, and then, of course, my reaction is, of course it's true. <laughs> and I say, well, yeah. do I know 100% for sure that it's mm-hmm. true? And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I don't. So it's if it's not check. true, yep. then maybe this. So I those are it. just some great resources for how to take it to. No, it's good. Um, so in all... If you have anything else to say about energy healing, what would it be? It's a journey. It's an experience and it's a journey, but it is, I think, 
an equally important important part uh, as taking care of our physical body mm-hmm. and sometimes I think maybe even more important personally I mean truly yes because I feel like even though we can't see it sometimes those we are feel the things, it yes we always feel oh it. oh my gosh what that just the the chain mm-hmm. that it causes so well thank you so much Kara for being here oh, it's been freaking what amazing. A <laughs> I love you so been much awesome. thank you. you too thank you so much thank you Robert for filming and thank you so much for joining us today you guys I can't tell you how important it is to really reach out and figure out what it is that you need in your life to feel good And the best way to do that is to get more information. We have these ideas of things and are afraid to try them or, you know, like I was saying earlier, feel like it's hippy dippy or like way far out. And the reality of it is, is you don't know until you educate yourself. There could be something out there that you've closed your mind to that is absolutely healing for you. And healing is different for everyone. So I need you to understand that whatever it is that you need to do to feel good, if that's energy healing, if that's running, if whatever it is, do it. We are here for such a blink of an eye and it's very important that you enjoy your life and feel well, whole body wellness, including your spirit and your energy. Again, thank you. Go out, do your homework, figure out what works for you. And of course, go make today your bitch. If you like what you heard on the show today and want more information, have questions you'd like me to cover on the show, or just want to cyber stalk me, head on over to maketodayyourbitch.com. 